0: This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice. But our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same fast spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. Th- this stuff is satanic. that That's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions. For a new world order, Now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Afternoon, evening, or whatever it may be when you are listening to us. It is Wednesday, October the 6th, 2021. Boy, we're just marching our way through October, aren't we? Almost got one week shot. A lot of things to go over today, lots of notes sitting here in front of me. Something I want to impress upon you that I've read several times in the past, and I'm going to read it again from the King James Bible, 1 John chapter 5. Verse number 19, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Sounds like something that came around once before. Only they could find was one man. God could only find one man. The entire planet that would stand with him. and His name was Noah, and the whole world. Lied in wickedness. The whole world thought evil continually. And we see this playing out day after day, day after day. Now, you go to the store. Just to shift gears real quick, we're going to cover a little bit of economics. We go to the store, and we notice, I I went to several stores that I enjoy going to looking for fishing lures and such. To find that there is a major retailer in our area, now not Walmart, this is a Ohio-born and based retailer in a decent-sized city, didn't even have bobber stoppers. I did end up going to the Big W later to get it. I went to two. One nationally known retailer and one more. I always go to the Ohio guy first because I love their store, but they didn't. And I talked to a guy there. He was going over, he was looking at his laptop and saying, I said, I don't want to bother you. Look like you're busy. He said, no, no. He says, I'm okay. He says, uh, I'm just looking to see what's coming in. And he says, not much. And that, you know, just hurts. This place used to be full of stuff. You know, for the hunter, the fisher, you know, the sports person. I still have a, a good selection here and there. But when it gets into the specifics, I didn't walk back and look at the guns. So, you know, it wasn't dicks that I was at because they don't sell guns anymore. They caved to the pukes in Washington. This place still sells and they sell a lot of guns from what I understand. But uh, I didn't even go to look and see what their selection was there or their selection of ammo. Usually, you find very little anymore. But their other stuff, yeah, you know they had a decent selection, but it wasn't what it was once. And the problem we've run up against, now, it doesn't really equate well to hunting and fishing and whatnot. But it is kind of a analogy I can use of one that I lived through just recently, as yesterday. In a major, more uh, industrial form, let's let's say uh, you make widgets. That's the old economic uh, widgets, or the thing that people always say widgets. It's a non, it just doesn't exist, but it's, it's it's the thing you make. Let's say car parts, and they used to be stockpiled even at, say, a body shop or a dealership. They would have some large area where they could stockpile things that they knew they would need all the time or you know, like maybe even a fender. Oh, yeah, I got a fender for a, you know, a Shiblitzi 677 1968. So you could go and, you know, if it was dented or whatever, you just pulled it off and slapped a new one on. People kept things in stock. Let's switch gears to your major retailer who sells everything food, clothing. Uh, pharmaceuticals, vitamins, the whole nine yards. They have about a three-day supply of food. So when the stuff hits the fan, that food's gone. Boop. Within three days or less. It's called Just in Time. Now, I learned this from an, uh, another larger platform guy named Dan Bongino, who's an economic guy. And I don't want to go too deep in this, but I want you to understand something. Just in time just means, you know, the ability for a supply line to flow without interruption. It's, you know, depending upon massive stockpiles of goods somewhere, not necessarily on site and it works a lot like, say, Amazon, who has where, and that's a good that's a good way to look at. It. They have warehouses everywhere, and they can stockpile things, you know, in Pennsylvania or Ohio or New Mexico, as long as they have been given the grant to build. Unlike they were in New York City, I think it was Brooklyn area that uh, the snappy little AOC decided we're not going to do that. It'll impact the the uh, uh, ecology thus losing thirty thousand jobs but anyway they have these warehouses everywhere when you order something within two or three days sometimes even the same day it's there in your house just in time and that's what you know your car dealer who has that fender they have to order it and it would probably come from someplace close so they would have it within a few days and then be able to repair your car, paint it, and be, be on with it. But now we've had a problem. COVID nineteen came along in 2020, 2019 and twenty twenty, shut down everything, and nothing was being built, nothing's being pressed out, nothing was, you know, the whole and then when we came back. Uh, the COVID restrictions kicked in where you could only have somebody six feet from somebody, so you had to cut your workforce. Then the restrictions started to relax, but everybody was getting paid to stay at home, so they stayed at home, and they continue. You drive around, you see help wanted signs all over our part of the year uh, of the, uh, country. Everywhere. Help wanted everywhere. Just in time. When you look at the coasts of California, off the coast, one of our largest, if not the, it's the largest port, and coasts off the east coast at Philadelphia, New York, ships, container ships lined up in California, I believe 50-some, almost 60, sitting A friend of mine told me the other day, if you go on YouTube, you can see one that's getting bounced around by the waves, and five or six containers just fall right off the side of the ship. Well, whatever was on there, you're not going to get very soon, or it's going to have a little saltwater taste to it. Why is this happening? Now, I'll tell you, it's because there's nobody to work the docks, I imagine, And there's all these restrictions in California. I mean, you can barely go outside and breathe or whatever because you may pass COVID to somebody. Doug Hagman of the Hagman Report brought something out the other day when I was listening to him that I believe is a very good pointed reason behind a lot of this. Now, true. Those ships can't get in for some reason. They're they're sitting there because there's nobody to unload or whatever. We don't. Nobody's really giving us a few uh, a direct positive uh, uh, aspect for it. But he nailed it. He says we don't produce anything here. We depend on those ships to bring all these things in from China and Taiwan and Thailand and Indonesia or wherever. If we were producing here what would be the problem loaded on the train loaded on the truck but no it comes by water over thousands of miles of pacific and atlantic ocean to sit in the bay and wait but now the post office is having trouble i hear from different sources that the post office people in some cities are quitting and they'll go work at McDonald's because it pays more. And maybe it's less hassle. The post office has never been known for being a good place to work just because of the stress of management on the labor force. You're a very highly unionized uh, workforce. Like 90-plus percent of your post office employees are in the union it's AFGE, I believe. So they're getting bogged down because they don't have help now. People are just saying, I, I can put enough of this. I can go work at the lumberyard or Home Depot or something and make as much as I make here and not have the hassles. Now, you may have a hassle there as well, but just so you know. It's getting a little concerning, you know, because now Amazon, FedEx, UPS, they're all slowing down. They're all you know, loss of drivers. I, I heard the other day, now I can't I haven't verified this by any you know, but Amazon drivers are being forced to, you know, push themselves, go faster, be be a little less safe if you have to, to get those packages out on time. And they're just parking their trucks and walking away. I don't know about UPS yet. But I know UPS is never they're they're again they're teamsters, the drivers, and they aren't treated horribly well by their management as well. Let's switch again. Were actually this is all part of the COVID thing. These things weren't going on prior to 2019. Yes, the post office was a pain in the butt to work for, and UPS was harsh to their employees, and all the other things. But now there's a lot more stress on you because you, know, where's your mask, and what's this, and this, that, and the other. Oh, we had to cut the workforce because you know, gotta stay socially distanced. And of course, there's the people who just didn't come back to work afterwards anyway. This COVID thing is a mess. It's caused a lot of problems, and it's brought up something in my mind and the minds of others. Genesis 3, the serpent tells Eve, just go ahead and eat the fruit. Now, there's a lot of ideas about the fruit, but eat the fruit. Why? But God told us not to eat nor touch. Now, she added to Scripture there. Or she added to what her husband had told her, he didn't tell her he couldn't touch it. God just said, Don't eat it. The best thing to do when God tells you not to do something is stay away from it. But you know, you, you kinda you know, human nature drives us to move a little closer and just see how close we can get without falling off the cliff. You'll be like God's. You'll live forever. That's what the idea behind that. Am I adding to Scripture? Yeah, a little bit. But when he said, the serpent, devil, Satan, whoever, Lucifer, when he said, you'll be as gods or you'll be like gods, that's what it means. You'll live forever. You won't die. He said, surely you won't die. You'll have knowledge. You'll be smarter, faster. You'll be like God, the one you walk with in the garden. You'll know things that you never knew before. You'll be able to access things you never could before. In the realm of uh, superhuman idealism is just that the ubermensch of the Germans, the chosen race or whatever, Superman, is a lie of the devil. You know, you're going to live forever. These people believe that they can freeze their heads and then be put back on another body somewhere, download their brain to the cloud, and be... Revised when they come up with a cure for uh, cancer or, you know, whatever. And be themselves again. Listen to me. When you take your last breath, you're either going to heaven or to hell. No in between. No stops between one or the other. It's not like taking a flight where you have to stop somewhere. Usually, I used to fly Delta a lot, so we always stop somewhere. Usually, it was Atlanta. <laughs> if you wanted to go to anywhere, you went to Atlanta before you got there. God doesn't do that with his flight. He takes you straight from here to presence with him, or you just drop right into the fires of hell. That sounds kind of cynical and mean and harsh. But it's the truth. There's, they've been spreading this lie forever. And these guys, you know, Kurzweil and Gates and all these other muckety-mucks, the high-dollar guys, they, they think that, you know, they're looking for this Genesis 3 apple or whatever that fruit was to live forever. They'll be like gods. They think they are already. They think they have the right to make decisions about your life. They think they have the right to cleanse the planet of all us unclean ones. So what do they do it with? You know, well, they like I say, when you die, you can't be frozen. Your spirit returns to God. there's this very you know serious disconnect that's going on between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated they say they're feeling safe and they live a lot like they did all of 2020 wearing a mask You know, locked up behind doors, you know, afraid to go out to eat. Got their shield on and their nitrite gloves, or nitrile, I guess it is, gloves. You know, you go and you see, I don't see the gloves as much as I used to. Still see the masks quite often. And what do I see when people wear them? They're constantly grabbing them and moving them up and down their face because they slip and they slide or whatever. You, know, When you wrap those things around your ears, they don't work like they do when they tie them over their heads in the OR. So what do they do? They walk around, you know, now let's go back to the 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 full PPE to go to Walmart or wherever. You put on your mask, you put on your night trial gloves, and you go in and you're walking about. Now the mask is designed, supposedly, in this analogy, I will call it, because it doesn't work the way they think it does, but it's designed to stop COVID from coming at you and you breathing it in Well, the virus is so small it goes right through those masks, just so you know. It may stop the droplets of spitel when people talk to you within six feet. That's about it. So if you have engaged in this or somebody sneezed 20 yards away from you, that stuff comes over there. It's all over the outside of that mask. And here you are with your gloves on and you feel safe and you're grabbing the mask and you're pulling it off, and you're touching your face all over the place. And then you grab the apple, look at it, and put it down. Thanks a lot. You just got me your germs that you caught on the outside of that diaper, as they called them here of Reese. Uh, recently so now i get it or you play with your i see people do this they play with their mask you know and they're pulling it up you know all the germs that are on the outside that they tell us about and then they reach out and want to shake your hand that's when i think it's probably good for the old hand bump I, I The boneheads just don't seem to get this, you know. The disease is on the outside of the mass, supposedly, so in, in theory. And you just want me to shake your hand and stick my hand right into your virus garden. I don't think so. Doctors wear them in the OR. I've had somebody come after me on a on some social media platform it was probably Facebook cuz it's full of nitwits that said, you know, well doctors wear them. What do you what do you think? Well, they've been wearing them for years. First of all, there's a couple of reasons. It's though so the doctor doesn't breathe his goop into an open cavity of you. Your guts are laid out and he's he's taking you into consideration his Exhaling isn't going into your open cavity, or if he nicks an artery, he doesn't get a mouthful of your blood. A couple of reasons for why they wear a mat. I mean, you know, those are good ones, too. <sighs> and they never touch them. You know, if they need to be wiped, uh their forehead or whatever, they have the nurse, you know, get the tweezers and, you know, this, what do you ever call those things? Uh, little scissor things. Hemostats and and dab their forehead. Nobody's out there you know, with their gloves on, grabbing their face. And, okay, I'm good. Now let's go back and no, it don't no. And that's the most sterile environment, supposedly, that you can be in as an operating room. And these guys do go to a pretty good extent to keep you safe. Now, let's carry on. That's enough of that. The masks, idiots. Just wake up and free yourself. That's all I can say. It's futility. It's you're just you're just oh I'm not gonna get sick. How many people do you know who've gotten COVID wore a mask all the time? Probably more than that didn't wear a mask. We're gonna cover in a, in a bit how you can help yourself without getting these stupid VAXXX vaccines. I saw a thing the other day, I heard it, and I, I had to look it up. In Ohio, it's and, and there's other states doing this as well. They call it Ohio Vaxxed to School $125,000 scholarship. And it's millions and millions of dollars, really, for uh, uh, those who have been vaxxed 12 to 25. You know, if you get vaxxed, you're getting entered into this where you can get this scholarship. Ohio vaxxed to school all oh, they love their little uh, who sat around and came up with that one. How many, how many hours did he work on? How do we come up with a snappy little thing to put on our webpage? All I can say is that don't do it to your kids, shoot them just so they can get a scholarship, get them the shot, the jab, the juice, the whatever, that causes all kinds of nice little things like myocarditis that's a big fancy word which means swelling of their heart and it has happened over and over and over more than you'll ever hear on the mainstream news i guarantee you to young people in their teens so yeah go ahead get the shot Get yourself in for the scholarship or maybe they'll start the lottery thing again here. You know, DeWine will give them a lottery ticket or whatever. If you live long enough or if you're able to function outside of crutches or a wheelchair because you took a genetically mutating virus or whatever they call it, juice into your arm. A lot of things are being... The words are being redefined. now you hear the word breakthrough cases and I heard a guy named Cliff High talking about it now if you you look him up he's he's a very intelligent guy he came up with this uh, what they call spider bots on the internet that comb through uh, search engines and find words and phrases and stuff like that and then he compiled hey, this guy has made serious, very accurate prognostications or whatever you call it, you know, where he said, this will probably happen in such and such. And it did simply by what is being said on the internet and his ability to mine that and come up with a, a reasonable, uh, synopsis of it. Breakthrough cases. He said, it's a wonder they ever used that terminology. Because people, What did you ever think what that really means? What does that mean when they say breakthrough? Well, if you break it down, not to be punning, but to break it down, it just means the virus breaks through the protection of the, scare quotes, vaccine. Let me say that again. Breakthrough cases simply says, And it should, for those of you listening, I hope there's more than five or six today, breakthrough cases means that the breakthrough was the virus breaking through the so-called protection, the efficacy of the vaccine, which we already know doesn't work because there's breakthrough cases. Oh, that's the variants that are coming up. Why are we getting variants? Because they're vaccinating people left and right. Now, my friend Mike and I were talking the other day. He made a very good point. You know, uh, we, well, we he, he made the statement that I don't think as many people have been assassinated with these shots as, <laughs> I'll rephrase that, vaccinated as they claim. Why would they be pushing so hard? If 80% of the people already did it, they wouldn't be pushing it so hard. They wouldn't be... You know, Joe Biden wants it 98% by Christmas or something. 98% of the United States vaccinated, or like Steve Quayle in his way says, vaccinated by Christmas. Breakthrough cases. That's there it is. When you start vaccinating people in the teeth of the vax of the uh, pandemic, which isn't really there, there's no pandemic. This is an illness that's taken a lot of lives, but a lot of it's been lies, lies, l i e s. People in car wrecks, people have been shot, people that have had cancer or heart attacks, COVID. They write it right on a death certificate. There's Funeral directors who have come right out and said, you can look at this body and can tell it was in a car wreck. But they put COVID. Why? Because there's money in it. Oh, we swabbed his nose. He had COVID when he had the car wreck. Well, there you go. Vaccine, the word vaccine definition. Uh, I thought I'd change it online. I haven't found it to be true as far yet. I haven't looked that deep. But I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, The definition, Merriam-Webster, I believe it was, said, an active acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. An active acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. Polio shot. Got one, you're good. No polio. Now, once polio is pretty much eradicated, do we still need to inoculate our kids for it? If we've gone through, you know, several generations of people and no polio, but I, I guess it can still pop up. I'm just throwing, you know, spitball, throwing it against the wall, see what sticks. Now, Rochelle Walensky says, our vaxes are working very well, comma, but they can't prevent transmission huh our vaccinations are working very well but they can't prevent transmission that's not a vaccine i told i told my own doctor well, these aren't vaccines you can push that thing on me all you want you can't you can't shame me into it if you want to get somebody healthier doc tell the ones that are sitting out there that weigh 400 pounds more than they need to to start losing weight but they won't because don't oh, we don't want to shame somebody but if you don't get that shot oh oh come on it's the only way we're gonna beat this virus yeah because you have a better than average chance of not surviving the shot or ending up on total disability for your life Well, Rochelle, she just changed the, v- the definition of their vaccines. Our vaccines. They're working well, but they don't protect you from transmission. What a, what a lunkhead. There's a lieutenant colonel, and I've, I've talked about a couple lieutenant colonels lately. This, this is a lady by the name of Teresa Long, U.S. Army flight surgeon, She's in charge of all the flyers in the United States Army. They're, uh, she's the flight surgeon. She's the one who says, you know, you're, you're fit for duty or you're not. You know, if you have diabetes or you've acquired other health problems that need to be addressed, you can't fly. They do what they call grounding you. She's done a sworn affidavit, which I have, and I'm not going to sit here and read it to you. It's like 18 pages long. And I'm going to give you the nutshell, a sworn affidavit from a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army who is the flight surgeon over all Army flyers, all pilots. She says, in a nutshell, this this is not a quote from her affidavit. This is my pullout of it. Ground all vaccinated military pilots, not just the Army, all of them, due to coronary events that can happen mid-flight. If I sat here and read her credentials to you, they're about five pages long on a computer. The, this, this lady is not some hack She's not some disgruntled person who stepped out and said this because somebody stepped on her toes somewhere. She honestly believes we need to ground every pilot in the military that has taken the COVID-19 shots. Because they pose a serious threat to themselves and anybody under their plane when it hits the ground. Sworn affidavit. Do you know what an affidavit is? A sworn one? That's You raise your right hand and you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? That anything you say in there that is a lie or anything that you fabricated, anything that you say that's untrue can be held against you at the pain and penalty of perjury, which can land you in the jail. Or under it. She does have very impeccable credentials though, this lady. She's she's a surgeon for the United States Army. I, so, you, sometimes you think, well, Army doctor. Well, but you know her, I read I read her creds, man. She's got they go on and on and on. I think she knows what she's talking about. What would that do? to the United States military flying corps, let's put it that way. You're talking Air Force, Navy, Army, Marines, and Coast Guard. All those have some sort of flyer, some sort of pilots, helicopters, jets, all kinds of things. We lose all those fellows that took that shot And then they can't do anything. I mean, I'm sorry, but in the coercion that they put behind it, it's almost like a planned thing. Because sooner or later, it's going to happen. And she does this based on the fact that she's seen several patients of young, very good shape who are died, who have died, or are disabled. One was a, a, a actually a, another lady who had trained and trained and trained she was a you know marathon runner practically all these other things she was in very good shape trying to get into the United States Army Rangers it's a combat force which you know, take it however you want but she was to 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 get in that elite group even for a guy a man it is not easy. Most wash out. And here's a girl that was ready, lady, and she's not now because of heart problems due to COVID-19 shots. What can we do about this stuff? You will know, cover that in a second. Fauci comes along, or as my buddy Mike says, Fauci, F-A-U-X-E-C-I, Fauci fake doctor of the year Fauci says uh, probably gonna be another year with no Thanksgiving no Christmas no New Year's now he said to in his slight defense well it's a little too early to make any determinations about what we should do But you know what he's going to do. He's going to say there's too many breakthrough cases. There's too much Delta variant flying around. You can't hug your grandkids. You can't even see them. You shouldn't buy them any toys. Probably won't be any there to buy anyway. So no Christmas, no Thanksgiving. I wonder if they'll stop Halloween. You know, being as that is the devil's big holiday. I wonder if the devil's that you know, feed off of Halloween will put an end to it or if they'll, you know, let it go forward. We can't take the little nippers away from their Halloween. They need it. We need it. They make more money off of Halloween. Than they do Christmas these days, billions more. The gifts, the candy, the props and all the other stuff. We don't do it here at the house. We have nothing to do with Halloween. And they say, well, you know, why, why should we have to stop all these wonderful days, though? Christmas and, and Thanksgiving, even New Year's. Why should we not have them? The vaccines are effective. I just heard Rochelle Lewinsky's, comma, doctor say that our vaccines are effective. Nah, but they don't really stop the transmission of the disease. So, I don't know how you, I guess they're going to have to redefine the word effective as well as vaccine. You know, but it's not, it, we just want your obedience. Hear this that's the whole thing. You need to wear your mask your obedience mask as tucker carlson calls it don't congregate so yeah we're going to cut your churches off here for too long again and and the and the weak churches will go along with it the weak pastors that and they'll there's some i won't do it and they'll turn around do it because they're scared are they afraid of the disease or are they afraid of the government are you willing to go to jail for what you believe Preacher, pastor, minister, whatever, I am. Are you willing to lose everything that you have to take a stand against these mutagenic gene shots that change your DNA no matter what they say? I can't can't imagine it does not. It's messing with your RNA. It's in there replicating spike proteins, which are dangerous to you. Those are breaking through, folks. They're breaking through. Those people who have had the shot carry more viral load in their beak than you and I do that's never had a shot or even have COVID. Yes, they shed or shred or whatever you want to call it. There's, you know, Dr. Tenpenny has a term for it, and I forget what it is right off the bat because I'm ranting. (laughs) but it's not actually shedding. She's just saying they're just actually giving to you. Shedding can be good because it's a low viral load that can actually give you immunity on this count. The shedding actually makes you sick or causes other things in your body. Women who have menstrual problems for unvaccinated women around those who have taken the shot, having their cycles messed with. Women in their 70s and 80s who start again because they're in contact with women who have had, or I guess men too, who have had the mutagenic shots. So what can we do? Got to give us some good news. Give us something, will you? It just, it, it's so dire and so black, and we're, we're, we're swallowing. We're, go, we're going down with eh, gulps of water. We're drowning. I'm going to give you some good stuff here, and then we're going to close because I'm, I'm always going over. I want to make a half hour because I figure if I go longer than that, nobody's going to listen. Listen to it in parts if you have to. That's what I do with a lot of the long. I listen to guys that are two hours long an hour even, um, what you can do. First of all, D3. Get your D3 levels up. When you go to your doctor for a blood test, or if you just feel like you need to know, get a blood test done. However, if it's you have to do it privately or through your physician and say, I want to know my vitamin D levels and you need to have your vitamin D levels at 50 nanograms per kiloliter or something like that but that's the that's the optimum high number 50 people whose D3 levels are at that level 40 to 50 rarely even contract covid you don't need a shot D3 will do it. It'll help you. Now, there's other things you need to consider in that as well. K2, vitamin K2. Now, some people are on blood thinners, and vitamin K is not good for you because it messes up your INR. And if you are on a blood thinner, Coumadin or whatever the other rat poison is that they put you on, this can cause problems. So, you know, I'm just giving you what you can do. I'm not saying, go out and do it because you have to. But those D3 levels are important. K2 goes with the D3. They work together. That's good for cardiovascular health. It's good for anti-COVID health. So step it up. Get your K2s and your D3s all where you want them. 50 nanograms. That's what you need to remember for D vitamin D. I say D3. That's what I take. I have no specific brand that I push. Um, uh, mine, I just pick up where I pick up. Okay. Uh, another thing you can grab a hold of these are, and these are all over the counter stuff. You don't have to have a prescription, but have a lot of fun finding this one. It's called NAC L cysteine. It's I'm going to spell it out. N A C the letter L. Cysteine, C-Y-S-T-E-I-N-E, and it might be I-E-N-E, but yeah, it probably is I before E except after C. Okay, so NAC-L-cysteine, C-Y-S-T-I-E-N-E, NAC-L-cysteine. This can help prevent you or give you possible protection from COVID-19. And these, again, you can buy them over the counter. And I always tell you, do I not? C, vitamin C. And don't get don't get lazy on your C. You can take a couple a day. Don't listen to those guys say, oh, your body can only metabolize a thousand milligrams. That's malarkey. There are people who have had high-level doses of vitamin C given to them to beat cancer. Now, that's pharmaceutical-grade vitamin C. We're only docking on what you can get over the counter, and you should have at least a 1,000 milligrams in you a day. I take 2,000 milligrams a day. When I feel sick, I felt a little weird the other day. I took about four vitamin Ds on my normal, so I took six, and then I took about six vitamin Cs throughout the day. I took four, read it off together. Boom. Vitamin C will knock something out of you that's coming on. Mine was basically an allergy thing, I guess. It it I didn't get sick anyway, but thank God. <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on in our area as far as harvesting, and it'll mess you up. Anyway, uh here's the here's here's the Tom rundown, okay? For good stuff to keep you happy and healthy, or at least try. You're doing the best you can to stay with your head above the water. Vitamin C, uh, I'd like to say, at least 1,000, 2,000 is even better. One in the morning, one at night. Zinc, straight zinc, one in the morning, one at night. D3, one in the morning, one at night. NAC, N A C L. Cysteine. If you can find it, get it. Start taking it. If you know, as long as you're not allergic to anything. Again, these are my opinions. These are the things that I'm actively doing so far. Except for the cysteine, I haven't found yet. Uh, Evidently, the word on that got out, and you have trouble finding it. Again, get it online. But I don't know that Walgreens is carrying it right now, or Rite Aid, or CVS, or whoever. But those are protective things. Put the shield up to protect you from this Chinese virus that's going around. Enough for today. I want to thank you for listening if you are. And I want you to understand that we're not here to build ourselves up. We're here to build him up, Jesus. We want to exalt him, not ourselves. We need to look to him. That's the first, I should say, that's your first line of defense in this fight against everything is to have a good relationship with God and Jesus Christ. Ecclesiastes 118 says, For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow. The more you know, the more it may weigh on you, but when you turn it over to God, it goes away and you don't feel quite so Deep down. Have a great day. Tom Richardson with the Removing Confusion saying goodbye until next time. And that'll be very soon, I'm sure.